everyone. Hey, welcome to episode five of Get, Get the, the Picture. Picture. I'm Nay. And I'm Casey. This episode, we're going to be talking about standing 10 toes down. I am so excited about this. Me too. This is something that Holy Spirit literally like jarred me out of my sleep. And he was like, hey, I got an episode idea. And I'm just like, bring it on then. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, it's just like one of those late night rites. And I was just jotting down things as it was uh, coming in my spirit. And I shared it with Nay and we were on board with it. And we're just going to roll with it. So yep. we're going to get right on into it. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, for the past few episodes, we've been kind of like circling around with some, uh, different themes and stuff like that. And last week's episode really blessed me. It, it was just so good. The message of hope that spurred out of that just really, really Mm -hmm. encouraged me. And I hope it encouraged our listeners as well. Um, but one of the things that you ended with was, um, noting how the woman at the well left her water pot. Yes. And mm-hmm. I thought that was so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you were talking about like, you know, her leaving that old identity behind and that old method or way of um, receiving from God and, you know, having that uh, method of relation to God. Yes. She left all of that behind because Jesus gave her a new identity. He mm-hmm. restored her. And I began to think about that. And I was like, you know. And I think I may have mentioned this, too, in the last episode. That was a major thing for her because after that, it says in the scripture that she went and told everyone about Mm -hmm. Jesus. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but essentially that's what it was. And that was that had to been a difficult thing for her to do because she had a reputation. Mm hmm people knew her as that woman yes you know and not in a good way at all Mm -mm. and so I was thinking about that and I was like man you know if we're putting these people in like real world situations because these were real people we gotta think not only did Jesus restore her identity but he had to give her some courage yeah he had to give her faith and all of these things in order for her to even do what she did. Mm-hmm. But that came from her experiencing the true and living God. And so yes. um, as I was thinking about that and just like letting that um, mull over in my spirit and I was meditating on it, then Holy Spirit gave me this. And so we're going to get into what it is about standing 10 toes down. All right. And so um, we're going to be basing this out of the scripture in uh, Luke chapter four and uh, the book of Luke is actually like my favorite gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's because it's more of the historian type yeah. of um, liter- piece of literature in the Bible. And so it really uh, sticks out to me. And then on top of that, the book of Luke and the book of Acts, they go yes. hand in hand together. And I absolutely adore Acts. <laughs> so um, we're going to go out of Luke chapter four and we're going to start in verse one. And we're just going to walk it down. I love walking down scripture and walk just kind of. Walk it down, Ken. Walk yeah. it down. <laughs> and just breaking things down line upon line and precept upon precept. Um, and just seeing what Holy Spirit wants us to bring out of it. And so um, in chapter four, it starts off um, talking about how Satan tempts Jesus. And right off the bat, it's like, oh, my goodness, you know, not Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Okay, he was 100 percent God, but he was also 100 percent man. Mm -hmm. And so he had to go through this uh, this this testing period because, again, he's he's 100 percent man. And so God wanted him to be in touch with all of our afflictions and all of our infirmities that way um when the scripture says that um god will not tempt us um 
beyond anything that we can handle. I'm paraphrasing again. Yes. But he's basically saying, I'm not going to um, allow you to go through certain situations that I myself am not familiar with mm -hmm. and that I myself have not created a way out. And so right off the bat, we see that Jesus is laying the, uh, the path out for us on how we handle adversity, how we handle any type of opposition or how we handle um, these sudden changes that may happen that cause people to think one way when you're a completely different way and all that. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that all ties together in just a minute. So in verse one, and I'm reading out of the new King James version, um, it says, uh, then Jesus being filled with the Holy spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Verse two, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And afterward, um, afterwards when they had ended, he was hungry. So right off the bat, Jesus is like, bro, I'm hungry. 40 days, 40 nights, no food. That's a long time. I got <laughs> Look, I like to eat. I do too. I feel you on that one. And I also don't mind fasting. Me too. That is a lifestyle that we should live and we're not getting into the topic of fasting, but 40 days with nothing? Nothing. Nada. The strength of the Lord was upon him. That's absolutely had to be. But at the same time, it shows his humanity in that and it says that Jesus was hungry. And so out of that, what I'm seeing is that even though Jesus was physically hungry, he was feeding himself with the word. Yes. He was spending time in the presence of God. This is his time right before his ministry kicks off. He's been baptized and all these things, but he immediately goes into this period of consecration mm -hmm. before the father because he's preparing to do some pretty major things. And so right off the bat, we see that before we're able to encounter anything, whether it's our assignment that God has called us to, whether it's the opposition that's going to come with that assignment, whatever it may be, in order for us to successfully um, override the the temptations and the uh, challenges that arise in the flesh, we have to build our spirit up. Mm -hmm. And so the word of God is food for our spirit. Yes. And so even though Jesus didn't have like a literal physical Bible in front of him, he, he is the word of God. Mm -hmm. So he was feeding on that word. He was feeding on the revelations and that communion with the father. And so in that his spirit was able to be stronger than his flesh. Yes. And so right off the bat, when we see Jesus being tempted and we're going to go on through the scriptures and see how the devil tried to tempt him in many different ways and how Jesus uh, stood up to that. It all starts with the, having a strong foundation in the word of God. Yes. That is something that I cannot emphasize enough we have to have a strong foundation in the word and that's not to say that you gotta know like every single book and every single letter and syllable in the bible because like i know like with us growing up as mm -hmm. pks and stuff i don't know about you but like i felt that pressure not from other people but just like this expectation that i fabricated for myself that i had to know every single thing yeah. in the bible mm -hmm. and it's just like it's not even that because that's that's head knowledge. Yes. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you know that, awesome. More power to you. But I'm talking about knowing in your knower. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so Jesus had to get it down in his knower. That way, whenever the situations arose, he was like, the word says this. 
the word says this, and I know I mentioned this in season one about that's kind of how God has designed me where it's just like, okay, this is going on, but what does the word say? That's my default. It has mm-hmm. to be a default, but it comes through practical application of it every single day to where just like in one of my favorite scriptures in Ephesians 3 and 19 out of the Amplified version, it says that we know we know him through practical experiential knowledge and practical Mm -hmm. meaning you actually apply it like you're practicing it and so jesus was actively practicing the word Mm -hmm. and so whenever the opportunity instead of looking at it as like an opposition he looked at it as an opportunity for him to stand 10 toes down on the word this is what the word says so this Mm -hmm. is what i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. and i know the outcome because the word says that this is what's gonna happen and so Double out my face. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. So um, we see that right <laughs> off the bat. It goes on down in verse three and it says, the devil says to him, um, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Right off the bat, we see the devil is just like, he's just being the devil. Yeah. He's like, if you're the son of God, bro, he literally knows he's the son of God. He does know that. He's very much aware of who he is. Mm-hmm. How does he know who he is? Because the word says so Mm -hmm. his father has told him who he is his father has made a public display of who he is he just got baptized this is my son in whom i'm well pleased so he just had that public experience not to mention the fact that jesus is fully aware of his Mm -hmm. assignment yeah he's the word made flesh come on exactly So. (laughs) so it's just like what do you mean if like I I am the word. I am the son of God. What do you mean? Yeah, like you said, what do you mean if? Yeah. And so, again, I'm using Jesus because he's our prime example uh, when it comes to uh, how we're supposed to operate in the word of God. And if we see Jesus so confident in his identity, then we're invited to do the same thing because the word says, as he is. So are we. Exactly. And so just like Jesus was confident, he was able to stand 10 toes down mm-hmm. or as the folks say today, you know, standing on business, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. He was standing firm in the word of God. So it didn't matter what the devil threw to him. So in there it says, if you're the son of God, then command these stones to become bread because it did say that Jesus was hungry. Mm-hmm. But what did Jesus say? He said, it is written. So he knew the word. He knew it. He knew the word. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And then the devil tried to hit him with something else. If you're this, then do this. And so many times, and I want to kind of connect this back to the last episode with the woman at the well. um, A lot of times we find ourselves in these situations where we may not necessarily be tempted in the areas that we so commonly associate temptation with Mm -hmm. but we're tempted with trying to prove ourselves yes or trying to validate who god says that we are when we've already been validated by him Mm -hmm. because if he said it then it's done yes and so if we're talking about the woman at the well from last week jesus gave her a new identity he gave her a fresh um, perspective on who she is And she goes out into town where she had been doing her dirty work for all those years. And so she had, she had a reputation there, Mm -hmm. but she's coming back with a new reputation, a new identity. Yes. And so realistically speaking, 
as she's going out and she's telling people i've met the messiah of course they're gonna bring up that mm-hmm. old stuff girl what do you think you're talking about what yeah. do you know first of all you're a samaritan woman mm-hmm. so let's start there yeah <laughs> let's start there mm-hmm. it's it's almost like what what holy spirit like kind of explained it to me just now it's almost like walking in the wrong shoes mm-hmm. and so you mentioned 10 toes you know it made me think about feet yeah and the way that she was walking was not the correct shoes that she was supposed to be in mm-hmm. she was like okay i found these shoes and i found this way of life that i'm living but it's it's okay for right now like because i put them on my feet are fine but I get to walking in them for a little while, and I realize that okay, my feet's hurting. Mm-hmm. These are tight. It's causing some discomfort. It's causing some discomfort. Cause it's not exactly. It's right. not exactly right. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, whenever she got her true identity and was there with Jesus, she was able to take off those shoes and put on the ones that fit. She was like, "Oh yeah, these fit. I like these. These don't hurt. Mm-hmm. These are comfortable." Yes. And so, she was shod with the mm-hmm. uh, shoes of the good news yes just like when it talks about putting on the arm of god mm-hmm. and it talks about the shoes of uh the gospel I'm, yes yeah that's good mm-hmm. yeah but she had this reputation in town and so here she is uh heralding out that she met the messiah and he's coming to town and all these things and i'm pretty sure people were throwing up her past in her face probably some stuff that she did that morning yep you know and it's just like yeah that was me Mm -hmm. but let me reintroduce myself allow me to reintroduce myself like the girl that you met this morning is no longer Mm -hmm. old things have passed away behold all things are new come on and so right then and there we see the example with jesus where uh, the devil is trying to make him question or try to prove his identity Mm -hmm. when he has already been established in his identity and here we see the woman at the well pretty sure she had to go through the same thing where she had an old identity jesus has given her a new one she goes back to where she's from because again god doesn't call us out just to like separate us from people completely and just you know shun them away he calls us out to send us back in to be like moses Mm -hmm. where we we liberate we go in and we liberate the people that are there as well we're there as kingdom agents to Mm -hmm. be a light and an example and so she's having to deal with that and so in that moment she was faced with the decision that she had to make do i need to prove myself to these people or do I just stand 10 toes down mm-hmm. in what the word Jesus said mm-hmm. about me? And I choose to believe that she chose to stand firm on what Jesus said. And it's like, you know what? You may say this, but I know what he has said about me. Yes. And so it doesn't matter what you say about me because I know what the one has said about me. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, then later on um, in down in verse 14, Um, after the devil had continued to try to tempt Jesus and every single time he says it is written it is written so he's referring to the word of God because Jesus knows the word again he is the word and then it says then Jesus returned in the power of the spirit to Galilee okay so as a result of him standing firm in who he knew he was Mm -hmm. and standing firm in the word of God then he was able to receive the strength to go out and to do Mm mm-hmm 
And this is the thing, and then I'm going to pass it on over to you. This is what, like, really gets me excited is his ability to stand firm in the word. He received power. Mm -hmm. And then if we jumped on over to verse 18, which is, like, one of my favorite scriptures of all time, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes. Ooh, that just gave me chills. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because... He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to encourage our listeners in today, as far as standing firm, standing 10 toes down in who God has made you to be is because when you do that, you receive strength that does not come from yourself. It's a supernatural strength that only comes from the father. He sends his angels to strengthen us and to build us up, to empower us but not just so that we can say, well, I'm full of the strength of the Lord and I'm strong and mighty in the Lord and all these things. And I'm anointed because we love to say that. Yeah, we do. And there's nothing wrong with being aware that we are anointed vessels. But again, we're not vessels just to be sat on a shelf. Exactly. We are designed to carry mm -hmm. something yes and the things that we're uh filled with is not for ourselves mm -hmm. it's to be poured out yes. to other people mm -hmm. and so we see that in our prime example in jesus in verse 18 he says i'm anointed because i was sent here to do yes okay action verb I wasn't anointed to sit on the shelf. I wasn't anointed for everybody to say, oh, you're so anointed and you're so Holy Ghost filled and you're so this and you're so that. Um, you're so anointed that you resisted the devil in temptation and you're so strong, all the things. No, I stand 10 toes down on the word of God because the word of God is my foundation that's going to propel me into mm -hmm. my assignment, yes. into what I'm sent here to do. Jesus was sent here to and uh to preach the gospel to the poor to heal the brokenhearted to do all of those things and um i love the scripture because this is literally a a blueprint mm -hmm. of what he did this yes. is the blueprint of Jesus' ministry. Mm -hmm. Because when you flip on and you start to see as Jesus began to walk and do this what did he do? He healed the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. He preached the gospel to the poor. He did all of those things on his 3 years on earth. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. Yep. And so I want to encourage you that as you are, um, you're getting in the word of God and you're allowing hope to be built up. And, you know, as you're um, finding out the vessel that God has created you to be, that you allow him to really get the word in your heart and that you're spending time with Holy Spirit, not just so that you can say that you're full of the word, but so that you can be empowered to do. So I wanted to go along with what Kennedy was saying with encouraging you all. And it brought me to um, a set of scriptures that I just happened to roll up on not too long ago. And when I read it, I was like, hmm, I like this. <laughs> this is a good reminder for anybody. And so Ephesians chapter 3 out of the Message Bible, I'm going to start in verse 14. 
it says my response is to get down on my knees before the father this magnificent father who parcels out all heaven and earth i ask him to strengthen you by his spirit not a brute strength but a glorious inner strength that christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in and i ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love you'll be able to take in with all followers of jesus the extravagant dimensions of christ's love reach out and experience the breadth test its length plumb the depths rise to the heights live full lives full in the fullness of god Amen. and so i wanted to get into the part just that simple little verse where it said that um, and I asked him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. And whenever he said, whenever the writer here said both feet, it made me realize that whenever we are ten toes down, that we're stable. Mm-hmm. And ten is also the number of completeness in the Bible. And so if I'm standing five toes down, then I'm going to be, I'm going to be rocky. I'm going to be shaky. Yeah. But whenever we stand ten toes down or both feet planted firmly on love, then we are at a place where we are whole. Yeah. We're able to take in whatever God has given us, mm-hmm. and we're also able to experience this fullness of God's love that he wants to bestow on us. Amen. Amen. And then keep reading. Like Keep reading? Yes, because okay. it's just like it gets better. <laughs> so verse 20 says, God can do anything, you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams he does it not by pushing us around but by working with but by working within us his spirit deeply and gently within us that's good Mm -hmm. that is so good you keep reading Mm, right there i just wanted to sit right there for a minute because when we're talking about like standing ten toes down Mm -hmm. and you know of course we have to be planted firmly on love and out of that deep and immense love that not that we have for our uh, for christ but, but the love that he has, has for, for us, us. Mm-hmm. and that's what we got to get to because so many times when we think about like god's love we mm-hmm. think about it about ourselves yes i love god so much like i'll do anything for god anything he asked me to do i'll do because i love him so much and and all these things and there's nothing wrong with that but mm-hmm. our love could never no could never ever match up to his deep immense love for us mm-hmm. so much so that he said hey i see you and i want to do these things in your life mm-hmm. and so not only am i going to uh it says that his love love was shed abroad in our hearts he's going to pour out his love in our hearts and then from there he's like okay that love is going to to want to make you want more of me and experience more of me and because i love you so much i'm gonna give it to you Mm -hmm. and that's so exciting it is it's so good so essentially what we are saying in this last part is bringing in that talk about the intimacy with father god and being able to experience his fullness of his love his goodness his mercy and all of the good things that he brings and so i think we can wrap this up ken oh yeah this was so good it was Mm -hmm. i believe that um this particular season has brought in like this sweetness about it um where 
you know, we laid a, a really solid foundation in season one, and we're continuing to lay on that foundation. But I believe that Holy Spirit is really starting to, like, just come in and really sit and commune and stuff with us. And we mm-hmm. really hope that um, as we're doing this, I know this has been a blessing to us individually mm-hmm. um, in, um, in our collectiveness and all that. But we're really hoping that this does the same and even more for you because our goal in doing all of this is to be a blessing yes you know um we just whenever we sat down and we talked about doing a podcast it wasn't even just oh we got so many ideas and we just want gotta have a way to get it out no we did it because Mm -hmm. we wanted to be a blessing to other people because when you begin to experience Mm-hmm. These things that you know you see in the word and that you you hear other people talk about and um, just experiencing that goodness of God, mm-hmm. you so desperately want it for other people. Yes, and so that's our heart's desire is that you get your revelations and that you get your encounters with Holy Spirit and that you experience the growth that you know the word says that you grow in because I mean we go from faith to faith glory to glory mm-hmm. and so um i believe that in all of this um we're creating an atmosphere um even in our like our recording space it's just this atmosphere of just of openness to mm-hmm. holy spirit and we are praying that um as you're listening and as you're doing your studies and things like that that you're creating an atmosphere where holy spirit feels welcome yes and he can just come in and sit down with you um, I know that's one thing that I love about your blogs is that it's not like a not like a teaching type of thing, but it's just mm-hmm. like sit down, sit a spell, mm-hmm. and just just spend time with God. Just, yeah, just spend time with God. Yeah, spend time with your Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thank you all so much for tuning in to episode five. In this episode, it's really blessed me, and I pray that it has blessed you. Stand ten toes down. Stand firm on the word of God. Don't let anything move you from it. But like we said, we thank you all so much for tuning in to episode five of Get Get the the Picture. Picture.